One, two, three, four. Why, hello! Welcome back to the Netbusters Folk Shop. This is Season 1, Session 5. I'm your host, Stu Venable. Welcome back to the Netbusters Folk Shop. I'm Stu Venable, your host. In this episode, which I'm going to entitle John, his brother John, and his other brother John, uh, it's going to be a little different because I'm going to feature three songs rather than two. The first is a traditional John Barleycorn Must Die. Then I will play for you John Barleycorn Shall Die Right Here, which I wrote for the Poxy Boggards. And finally, and this version of the song actually slipped my mind, I'll play for you That Bastard John Barleycorn, which I wrote for the Merry Wives of Windsor. John Barleycorn is, as you may know, the personification of barley and also its byproduct, beer or ale. In most of the versions of the song, poor John goes through a series of cruel indignities, which are metaphors for the planting, growing, and harvesting of barley. In the versions I wrote, I also include some of the processes involved in turning barley into ale. According to most of the sources I found, John Barleycorn's songs go back to sometime in the Elizabethan era, though all of them say the song likely predates that time, but of course, no one knows by how long. One suggested that a mythical figure called Beowa, an Anglo-Saxon word meaning barley, might be a precursor to John Barleycorn, and that Beowa might even be an inspiration for the epic poem Beowulf, which is a real page-turner if you happen to enjoy Anglo-Saxon poetry. Some suggest that the John Barleycorn story was derived from an ancient pagan god who was sacrificed to make the lands fertile. Some even suggest John Barleycorn is a Christ-like figure who is sacrificed for the benefit of us mortals. Who knows? There is that whole transubstantiation thing, though, so it's hard to say. The first version you're going to hear, uh, which I'll call the traditional version, but I'm using invisible air quotes when I say that, is very likely derived from the Robert Burns 1782 version, as the lyrics are very similar. Even though the score said it was traditional, I suspect it was just a bastardization of the Burns version. It might even be a bastardization of a bastardization. Who knows? Anyway, here's that song. There were three kings came from the north, came from the north so high. They all did make a solemn vow, John Barleycorn should die with a folly diddle right folly day. They plowed him in, they harrowed him in with clods all o'er his head. And these three kings they swore and vowed John Barleycorn was dead. There he lay sleeping in the ground till rain from heaven did fall. Then barley corn sprung up his head and so amazed them all with the folly diddle right folly day. There he remained till midsummer and looked both pale and wan. 
then barley corn he got a beard and he became a man with me folly little right folly day then they sent men with scythes so sharp to cut him off at need and then poor little barley corn they served him Then they sent men with pitchforks strong to pierce him through the heart. And like a dreadful tragedy, they bound him to a cart with me, Folly Diddle Right, Folly Day. They hired men with crabtree sticks and whipped him skin from bone. The miller served him worse than that. They ground him twigs to stones with me, Folly Diddle Right, Folly Day. Oh, barley corn, the choicest grain that e'er was sown on land. It will do more than any grain by the turning of your hand. Folly Diddle Right, Folly Day. The second version you're going to hear is the most recent version I've written. It's called John Barleycorn Shall Die Right Here. And I kind of have a little bit of a different take, at least in the first verse of the song. Because every time I hear a John Barleycorn song, I can't help but think to myself, what the heck did this guy do to you? Why are you torturing this poor guy? Um, And I kind of address it in the first verse of the song. Uh, "'Twas not a woman's wiles that led him to crime, nor avarice, nor greed, nor his covetous ways, for no one can say with reason nor rhyme why now was the time to end his days." I kind of took the take that John Barleycorn is this hunted criminal, and we finally got him, and we're finally going to bring him to justice. Because no one's ever explained why you're doing this to this poor guy. Um, But, of course, then the song goes on to say, but this is what we do, so we're going to torture this poor guy to death. I actually got a little gruesome in this song because I really wanted to kind of lean into the cruelty that, you know, John suffers. I wrote this song in 2018, and it appears in the Poxy Boggard's most recent CD, Songs of Vice and Ire, which would have been a fantastic title had fair happened in 2020, but it didn't. It would have been very topical. Anyway, here's... John Barleycorn shall die right here. T'was not a woman's wiles that led him to crime, nor avarice, nor greed, nor his covetous ways. For no one can say with reason nor rhyme why now was the time to end his days. But the elders said, this was our way from the time of our ancestors we'd heed the call for death's very shadow fell on him this day for now was the time for john barleycorn to fall can you hear his death knell ringing can you taste the bounty he brings his blood shall run and bring us good cheer John Barleycorn shall die right here. 
First came the scythers who cut him at knee, then left him for dead, his beard on the ground. In water they drowned him and shouted with glee, for justice now this rogue had found. Can you hear his death knell ringing? Can you taste the bounty he brings? His blood shall run and bring us good cheer. John Barleycorn shall die right here. For a fortnight they watched his festering bones as it swelled and it bloomed and ripe came to be. They ground him to dust between two stones and boiled his remains till his blood ran free. Can you hear his death knell ringing? Can you taste the bounty he brings? His blood shall run and bring us good cheer. Drawn barley corn shall die right here. We now raise a toast to the one that was slain. We'll fill it with glee, his sacrifice and pain. Now filleth our cup till none shall remain. And come next spring we shall do it again. Can you hear his death knell ringing? Can you taste the bounty he brings? His blood shall run and bring us good cheer. John Barleycorn shall die right here. Can you hear his death knell ringing? Can you taste the bounty he brings? His blood shall run and bring us good cheer. John Barleycorn shall die right here. And finally, an even earlier version of John Barleycorn that I wrote for the Merry Wives of Windsor, That Bastard John Barleycorn. I wrote this song in 2001, and it appears on the Merry Wives of Windsor's very first CD, Our Rebels Now Begin, which also includes a title track that I also wrote. Uh, again, I leaned heavily on my knowledge of brewing for this. I should mention that once upon a time I used to be a home brewer, and quite frankly, a pretty good one. Um, I got away from the starter kits and started buying 50-pound sacks of barley and grinding and mashing it myself. So I'm familiar with the process. So in both of this song and the Boggard's barley corn, I draw a lot on what I know about brewing. So anyway, here is my rendition of that bastard John Barleycorn. I should note, this song was not written for the male voice. It was written for the female voice. And I didn't think of that after I recorded the bass line and the bazooki tracks. And then when I started singing, I realized, oh, this song is either going to be way too high or slightly too low. So I went with the slightly too low version of it. So it's a very bassy song. Um, in the future, if I do songs that I've written for women's voices, I'll probably change the key a little bit. So like, I'm not singing way down here. So anyway, here's that version. Three enterprising women with murder on their minds A devious plan devised With cold black hearts each did her part For John Barleycorn's demise They turned that bastard into ale Both amber brown and stout They ground him up and boiled his bones So passed the cup about And then they stirred in bitter herbs And when his blood ran clear They turned that bastard barleycorn To a tankard full of beer 
The first of the three with scythe in hand, John Barleycorn dispatched. She skinned him clean and dried his bones, a most barbaric act. They turned that bastard in Dale, both amber brown and stout. They ground him up and boiled his bones so fast the cup about. And then they stirred in bitter herbs, and when his blood ran clear, they turned that bastard barleycorn to a tankard full of beer. The second last gathered up old John and placed him tween two stones. With no remorse, she stayed her course and ground up poor John's bones. They turned that bastard in Dale, both ember brown and stout. They ground him up and boiled his bones so past the cup about. And then they stirred in bitter herbs, and when his blood ran clear, they turned that bastard barleycorn to a tankard full of beer. The last of the women gathered up his remains and made with them a stew. With water and herbs, the pot she stirred and turned him into brew. They turned that bastard in Dale, both ember brown and stout. They ground him up and boiled his bones so past the cup about. And then they stirred in bitter herbs, and when his blood ran clear, they turned that bastard barleycorn to a tankard full of beer. A Night passed, for John saw his last, the women gathered again. And now this host grazed its cups in toast to John Barleycorn's remains. They turned that bastard in Dale, both ember brown and stout. They ground him up and boiled his bones so past the cup about. And then they stirred in bitter herbs, and when his blood ran clear, they turned that bastard barleycorn to a tankard full of beer. They turned that bastard in Dale, both ember brown and stout. They ground him up and boiled his bones so past the cup about. And then they stirred in bitter herbs, and when his blood ran clear, they turned that bastard barleycorn to a tankard full of beer. Well, that's it for the first five sessions of the first season of the Netbuskers Folk Shop podcast. I do hope you've enjoyed these five episodes. By the time you're hearing this, all of the music from season one should be available for online purchase or streaming. If you're a streaming sort of person, consider adding your favorite song to the playlist or two. Share it with your friends. If you'd like to support the show monetarily, you can go to netbusker.net slash support, and there's links there to do that. I'm already working on the songs for season two, but it's going to be some time before it starts showing up on your phone. You can always follow my Facebook page, just look up Netbusker, or my TikTok, which is at Netbusker, or the Instagram page at the Netbusker, and uh, I will make sure you know when the season two starts coming out. If you follow those, you will find out, I promise. One, two, three, four. Well, that's it for the first season of the Netbusters Folk Shop. I hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you for joining me. And I will see you uh, when I finish season two, which shouldn't be too long. Thank you.